0: So in the previous two episodes, we talked about Agile sprints and how they can be used in enterprise architecture. And no, this is not organizational agility that we are talking about or enterprise agility that we are talking about. We are specifically talking about how to use Agile sprints when we are doing enterprise architecture. And specifically in my previous episode, I talked about drawing parallels between Agile and enterprise architecture or Agile and TOGAF. What are the similarities? What are the differences between Agile? Today, we'll take this topic further. This is part three in this series. Today, we'll talk about how to implement Agile at various levels of enterprise architecture. For that, we'll have to first understand levels in enterprise architecture. Now, I've talked about this before in many of my previous episodes, and uh, we'll quickly do an introduction of the levels in enterprise architecture. Enterprise architecture is a very difficult endeavor. It's a complex endeavor that has many moving parts organizations are complex we've got people we've got businesses we've got products we've got tools we've got processes we've got applications we've got data we've got technologies we've got locations we've got uh, manufacturing facilities and all different kinds of capabilities and we've got hiring and staffing and uh, and so on and so forth so there are so many different aspects of a business of an organization And enterprise architecture deals with understanding all this complexity. So in itself, enterprise architecture is a very complex activity. So how do we handle complexity? We break it down into smaller components. And levels are a way of breaking a larger, more complex enterprise architecture into components that we understand easily and handle it separately. So at the top layer, we've got strategic architecture. Strategic architecture, as the name suggests, is Strategic in nature and is specifically for C level executives at the highest level, you know, the leadership team. Enterprise architects work with the leadership team to understand the strategy, the long term roadmap, the high level business vision of the organization. And this is of the highest level of granularity. What that means is you don't get into the details much, but you have a much wider span. So you think about the whole organization, not specific aspects of the organization even if you are thinking about aspects of the organization it's going to be on a larger scale so and the scope of these strategic architecture projects is usually five to seven years so it's a very long-term vision about the organization and that's strategic architecture and then we've got segment architecture so you break the organization down into smaller segments and that's how the name segment architecture, and you specifically focus on individual segments of the organization. Their segment architecture means the architecture of that particular segment of the organization, obviously. Since it is segment architecture, the vision is not as big as strategic architecture, obviously, it's smaller in nature. And then within that, we've got capability architecture. Capability architecture are smaller uh, capabilities within each segment. Segment architecture can be thought of as a classification or a categorization of various capabilities within the organization. So if we have 200 projects running in an organization in parallel, 20 out of those are from HR, 15 out of those are from manufacturing, 20 out of those are from and so on and so forth. So we are classifying the various capability architectures into segments of the organization. And then the segment architecture is defined by the strategic architecture. So Uh, Once we have the long term vision, we will break down the long term vision into various segments and then each segment will be managed separately, but it will ultimately align with the strategy that we have at the top level. And then the segment architecture will have multiple capabilities within it and each capability architecture uh, will be aligned with its own segment. Now, what really, what, what do we do in capability architecture, right? Capability architecture is design. It's design of capabilities, literally speaking, theoretically speaking, right? But let's say, let's take an example, right? Let's say there's a merger happening between two organizations. There'll be a number of uh, business functions that will be directly impacted because of that merger. So you break the larger merger project. So the merger is the strategic architecture, and then you break it down into smaller components. How's the HR going to be impacted? How's the staffing team going to be impacted? How's the manufacturing team going to be impacted how's the finance team going to be impacted how's the IT organization going to be impacted and so on and so forth so these become your separate separate segments each segment architecture will then work on multiple projects for example uh, the finance team is going to try to merge the finance organizations of both the both the companies that are merging right the HR team is going to do the same and so on and so forth but this involves a lot of IT work right like the finance team might have multiple finance applications the hr team will have multiple hr applications both the companies have their own instances of their own applications of their own data of their own technologies so the it team plays a major role obviously because most of the businesses are these days run using technologies and it is information technology so it plays a major role in merging all these different applications data and technologies There's also business processes, obviously, right? There are many business, like like for example, both the organizations might have an HR team that does staffing and they might have their own process of doing staffing. Now these need to be merged. So there's work involved there as well. So enterprise architecture gets involved in doing that, trying to study the various processes in both the organizations and then trying to find a way to merge both of them together. All this work happens in capability architecture. And when I say all this work, I mean all this design, right? Like what is the current state of let's say the staffing process in both the organizations, right? So we study that and then we come up with a future state architecture that okay, once we merge both these organizations, what is the staffing process going to be? Can we take the best of both or can we pick one over the other or what are we going to do? So all that architecture is done in capability architecture. We document everything, we design everything and we store everything into the enterprise architecture repository but this is only at the design level right we've not implemented anything yet and enterprise architecture is not the implementation of solutions um, per se the implementation of solutions falls within the domain of solution architecture and i've covered one of the previous episodes the difference between enterprise architecture and solution architecture and and that particular episode did quite well i'm quite proud about that and i'm very happy and thank you very much Uh, to all of you for um, liking subscribing and engaging so much on that particular episode so so solution architecture is the implementation of the architecture that has been designed within capability architecture so you've got strategic architecture and then which defines the long-term vision of the organization and then you've got segment architecture which breaks the strategy down into specific segments and then each segment will have its own multiple capability architectures that will get into the lower level details of how the design is going to be, whether it's business data application or technology. And the next level is solution architecture, right? So once you've designed the solution, you've documented it, you've stored it into an enterprise architecture repository, those documents are used by solution architects to understand how the solutioning needs to be done. That does not mean solution architects are only implementers, right? There are many decisions about architecture that can be done at the solution architecture level as well. And I've talked about this in the previous episodes. For example, Enterprise architecture says that we need a, a let's say, HR solution that will take care of employee benefits, that will take care of employee-related details, that will take care of, if the employee wants to go and see what his current CTC is or apply for leaves or um, approve certain externals or internals or leaves and so on and so forth, they need a software for that. So, enterprise architecture team says we need an employee management software, right? And it is the solution architecture team that can decide whether they want to go with an in-house solution development or they want to go with a ready-made solution like Workday that will basically take care of this particular design. So that is the primary difference between enterprise architecture and solution architecture. Now let's talk about how we can apply iterations. That's the primary uh, topic that I wanted to talk about today. At the strategic architecture level, there will be an iteration run. Now, within this particular iteration, there might be multiple iterations. So, you have the architecture vision on the top. And then you've got business, data, application and technology architectures where you do the design. Now, you can iterate within these four phases when you are completing the design because when you are designing the strategy at a higher level, you will not know everything, right? This entire design process is a discovery process. You know, we discover things about the organization. We discover the, let's say there's a merger, right? You don't know ahead of time what the strategy is going to be for the merger, right? What are the organizations that are going to be involved, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So, so you do that design from the business standpoint, data application and technology standpoint. And then you go into opportunities and solutions. And in the migration planning phase, which is the detailed planning phase, you, you spawn off multiple segment architecture iterations. Now here you again start the iteration from architecture vision at the segment level. That how is your particular capability going to be impacted because of the Higher level strategic, I keep taking the example of a merger, but it could be any large project, right? It could be an organizational transformation or it could be launching a new product or it could be anything, right? How are all the segments going to be impacted because of that? And you define the organizational or rather the segment roadmap uh, because of the strategy. Again, you start with the architecture vision for their particular segment. You iterate from business data application and technology architecture for that particular segment. You do high-level planning. You do detail planning. And then from segment architecture, you spawn off multiple capability architectures. Each capability architecture will go through its own iterations of business, data, application, and technology architecture design, high-level planning, detailed planning. And then it is the capability architectures that really go into implementation, right? You go into implementation Governance is the implementation done by enterprise architecture teams. Of course, not it goes into the solution architecture phase. So here now solution architecture teams will again do their own iterations using agile sprints or what have you. And the enterprise architecture team will perform implementation governance over the solution architecture teams that they will do the iterations. So let's take a look at the bigger picture. We have a business vision and then based on the business vision, we document the requirements, which is called a uh, business change catalog. A business change catalog is like a product catalog or a product backlog in Agile, which has all the requirements of what we are going to be doing as a part of the strategy. And then we go into the first iteration of strategic architecture. We do business, data, application, and technology architectures. We go into high-level planning. We go into detailed planning. From there, we spawn off various iterations of segment architecture. And then we iterate through business, data, application, and technology architectures of each segment all these iterations are running in parallel and then we go into opportunities and solutions and migration planning which are high level and low level planning from migration planning we spawn off multiple iterations of capability architecture each capability architecture going through its own capability level business data application and technology architectures we go into high level planning detailed planning now here in capability architecture we actually go through the implementation here the implementation is done by solution architects. So solution architects will work with implementation partners who will run their own Agile sprints. Uh, during the solutioning also, we are running their Agile sprints. If it is a development project, then it will be proper sprints. It'll, if it is a some other kind of a project, even there iterations can be applied. And once all of this is complete, we go back into capability architecture and perform change management, etc., And then we go back up segment architecture and then we go back up strategic architecture. One iteration of strategic architecture is complete. At the end of this, what we have is a minimum viable architecture, right? And that's the whole point of doing all of this circus. We want to deliver everything in smaller chunks. So we have a minimum viable architecture. Based on the results of the minimum viable architecture, we build a new product backlog or rather a Business Change Catalog. Now, based on the Business Change Catalog, we again go into Strategic Architecture, we again go into Segment Architecture, we again go into Capability Architecture, we run Agile Sprints for the implementation, Implementation Complete, Capability Architecture Complete, Segment Architecture Complete, Strategic Architecture Complete, and we have another Minimum Viable Architecture. So, if you really think about it, using Agile Sprints, to do enterprise architecture is simple. It may not be easy, but it is actually simple. And to understand this simple concept, you need to understand all the concepts of strategic architecture, segment architecture, capability architecture, minimum viable product, product backlog, business change catalog, etc., uh, etc. Et now, I know it sounds a little bit theoretical. All of this in the real world, do we really do this? So the answer to that question is no, we don't. This is a theoretical template. In the real world, enterprise architecture projects are not organization-wide, right? They are smaller in nature. Smaller, but not too small. So, for example, it could be a spin-off or a merger or an acquisition or a divestiture or a product launch. These are large projects, okay? A merger is a huge project that will transform the organization. But but is it entire organization-wide? May not be, right? We recently went through a spin-off, for example, and the spin-off... While it impacted a big chunk of the organization, it did not impact everybody, right? It impacted a part of the organization. It was a huge part, but not the entire organization. So this could become an enterprise architecture project, which would have its impact on various segments, which could have its impact on various capabilities. And we may have to run multiple iterations to be able to completely successfully uh, close the project or execute the project. I am not entirely sure if I was able to clearly explain how to use Agile Sprints in doing Enterprise Architecture or not. I hope it made a little bit of sense and I'm really hoping that it raised more questions than it gave you answers because I want you to raise those questions. I want you to talk. I want you to ask more questions because once again, Enterprise Architecture Radio, not just a podcast. It's a communication collaboration uh, platform. It's a place where we can talk to each other. So I have tried to answer a part of the question about how to use Sprints in Agile. This is not the only way. This is a prescribed way by TOGAF, but doesn't have to be the only way. And I really think that even though enterprise architecture has been around for many years now, there's tremendous scope for development. So what I really want you to do is, first of all, ask me more questions if these this episode raises questions for you. But also, if you get any new ideas about how to run iterations, if you get any innovative concepts of how enterprise architecture can be done better, then I want you to talk to me. Let's all talk to each other about this, about this and all other concepts of enterprise architecture. Let's ask questions. Let's learn from each other. Let's guide each other. Let's get together as a community. Probably meet someday, have a meetup of some sort and everybody gets to talk and all that and uh, that should be an interesting episode as well. Now I've been trying to invite guests to my podcast but somehow it just doesn't fit well. Sometimes it's a timing issue, sometimes it's a time zone issue, Uh, sometimes I'm busy, sometimes they are busy and it sort of never ends up happening but it's not that I want this to be a solo podcast. If anybody would like to come and talk at the podcast, this is a very informal place, right? Don't think that you need to be an absolute expert of everything to come and talk about something, right? If you're comfortably confident, if you're passionate about some things in your career, then, you know, reach out to me and let's have a discussion, you know, and let's record it and let's You know, let everybody hear it. I mean, I'm already torturing you with all my concepts, uh, you know, whether it's technology or philosophy or what have you. Why not invite others as well to come and talk on this platform? And that should be interesting. But nevertheless, no pressure. If you would like to come and talk on the podcast, you're most welcome. If you're not, if you just want to listen, uh, I'm okay with that. But please talk on other platforms. We have the LinkedIn group. We have the Telegram group. Whenever you go about your life, whenever you face a problem, Try to see if Enterprise Architecture Radio can become your first go-to place to ask a question or to you know, to answer a question or what have you. And that should be very, very interesting. So once again, if you like this episode, then express your feelings. Please give this podcast a five star if you love it. If you don't love it, give it a five star anyways. You know, it goes a long way. Just tell me what you don't like and I'll try to fix it. Have fun. That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you enjoy the show. More about organizational agility, innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp, or any social media of your choice, and it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. Uh, we also have a Telegram group, if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions or what have you. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. And the URL to join the group is https slash t.me enterprisearchitectureradio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, we are very easy to find. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Discord, once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.